This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. With me now is Clyde Rousseau, co-head of quality at Investec Asset Management in Cape Town. We're going to talk about the piece that he sent me a couple of days ago called Seeking Greater Certainty in Uncertain Times. Clyde, yes, they are uncertain times and it must be very difficult for you to sort of filter out the uncertainty with the certainty when it comes to stock selection and your bottom-up approach. Yeah, sure. Look, in many respects, I think that uh, people are definitely being hamstrung in terms of the ability to make investment decisions because they're caught up in, in concerns about a variety of different big picture issues. And, and we certainly can start listing them from Trump all the way through to, to trade tariffs and all the letters of the alphabet in between. You know, what we really want to sort of remind people about is that, you know, life is still going on. There are still companies that are doing things. People um, are still eking out an economic existence. And when you kind of look at constructing a portfolio that will make money throughout these times, you know, the, the financial evolution of certain businesses is still pretty robust. And we would just want to encourage people to, to sometimes focus a little bit more on the, the fundamentals and a little bit less on, on the headlines. Yes, of course, you're speaking to somebody who's in the media and has been in the media for a long time. So I seek out headlines in order to embellish my show, if you like. But on the other hand, you have to delve down, ignore it all and get back to, to basics. Yeah, like I'm not saying that, that people should stick their heads in the sand and ignore the, the, the macro concerns, of which there are many. And, and obviously those ultimately will spill through to economic fundamentals, such as the performance of currencies or ultimately uh, you know, policies. Look, at the end of the day, you know, what we are saying is that, you know, if you look at 2018, which, which in many respects had started with much promise um, on the international markets and then ended with a, with a whimper and a little bit of a thud in terms of stock market performance, particularly with an unwind of the U.S., you know, that reset that we've seen, yeah, even although it produced uh, a negative return for global stocks, and we've got businesses that, for which we think the, the fundamentals are or well ahead of where the share prices are as we as we march on into 2019. And what we are saying is that you know that's when we get quite excited about the prospects for investments. It's the opposite that, that applies that concerns us. When share prices are marching on and the fundamentals are not necessarily matching that, that's when we typically get concerned. So so we're focusing on on businesses that that have a, re- a reasonable amount of built-in uh, growth that that they can deliver uh, are not overly financially risky and, and ultimately have the ability to, to compound um, consistently. And, and that hasn't changed. That, that, that's been a journey we've been on for the last 11, 12 years. Um, the stocks we own have changed, but, but the, the basic gist of what we do has not. Do you say in the piece that you sent me, in bold letters, the four quality attributes we seek have not changed and are particularly suitable for current uncertain market conditions, which is what you just said. Maybe go through those four, if you would, and just re- reiterate the foundation of your fund management system. Yeah, sure. So, look, again, I mean, you know, we, we start with, you know, businesses that have you know, very strong and persistent returns on capital. I mean, that's the first and foremost uh, fundamentally important uh, you know, attribute. I mean, if a, if a company has a strong business model, it, it ultimately will produce returns and hence financial results, which, which, are, which are consistent and, and less, much less sensitive to the overall cycle. 
if you kind of look at, 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 at what underlines all of that is, is firstly, the underlying very strong competitive advantage. Without a competitive advantage, you won't produce high returns on capital. The second very important component around our, our fund strategy is, is, is not owning businesses that are overly sensitive to the broader economy, of which there is evidence that it is decelerating, uh, or overly reliant on stock prices. So, you know, financials in, in general are, are businesses that, that do require you know, broader uh, and strong markets in order to, to, to seek out their existence. So our sensitivity um, from a financial perspective is very low. And then the third important characteristic is, is healthy balance sheets. We, we don't like uh, companies that have too much financial leverage. Uh, we think at this stage of the economic cycle, in 2008, all the, cons the, the leverage was sitting in the consumer sector and the banks. So whilst the banks are healthier today globally, there's a lot of evidence that corporates are potentially over leveraged. So we don't want to be invested in those. And then lastly, um, you're not going to get anywhere in life unless the company actually produces very strong cash flows. Um, and, and more importantly, is incredibly disciplined as to what it does with those cash flows over time. And, and we found that, that, that investing you know, on those four key characteristics uh, has proven to be pretty successful over extended periods of time. Yes, and talking about discipline, you say maintaining the valuation discipline is important, particularly in uncertain markets. And they, I get the feeling that you think 2019 is going to be maybe not as uncertain as 2018, but certainly will have its uncertain moments. Yeah, look, I mean, the key question you know, that we always have to ask is, are the markets actually pricing in uncertainty or are they, or are they not? And the difference between 2018 and 2019 is that generally there is a little bit more of a broader acceptance in terms of the way in which many you know, shares have performed um, you know, in the latter half of 2018 that, that actually leads us to draw the conclusion that more of the, the, the sort of lousy environment, tough environment is actually now being reflected uh, more broadly. That, of course, doesn't mean we can escape it um, anytime soon, but it does certainly mean that, that at the, the balance of risks, it's not an undiscounted risk uh, that is underappreciated by markets. And, and as I said, for, from a long-term investor's perspective, you know, you typically get a better balance uh, around the ability to start investing uh, to, to sow the seeds for the, next, for the next stage of the stock market cycle in terms of returns. And whether that occurs or doesn't occur, you know, we, again, think that the, the businesses we own uh, will we'll produce and will produce the, the investment outcomes and, and the earnings results that we are looking for. And over time, you know, it's, it's very hard for, for the share price of a business to lag behind, you know, very strong uh, economic fundamentals. That will produce a tremendous opportunity if that disconnect persists. Clyde, thank you very much for your insight. That's Clyde Rousseau, who's the co-head of quality at Investec Asset Management based in Cape Town. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider.